What's up? Hey y'all. We're back with Megs, Michaela, and Melanin. And today we're gonna be talking about drum roll, please. <laughs> Alright, so today we're gonna be talking about ex nigga horror stories. Mm-hmm. Scary man. Back when me and Michaela would fall for anything. Just anything. Mm-hmm. Still, still, still do. Looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I guess, Michaela, you want to go ahead and start it off with your ex nigga horror story. All right, so his name's Tino or whatever. Um, so the thing about Tino, he came into my life at a weird time. I had already like knew him from like going to the same school back in the day, like middle school. But I used to like never really talk to him. But we follow each other on Instagram, you know, how people be liking your pictures, comments and hard eyes, you know, trying to get your attention. And he was trying to get my attention for the longest, but he just kept being on and off of his ex. And mm. Red flag. He never got it. <laughs> So after talking to, like, texting him for a minute, I see he back with his ex. I'm like, oh, all right. So then some weeks later or months later, he's back in my DMs. And I'm like, where the bitch at? But um, I said he came into my life at a weird time because I was just going to go off to college. And uh, talking about this just makes me fucking sick. (laughs) because bro I should have came up here I should have been single I should have just been happy but no I let him and his words get to my head and I jumped into a relationship quick as hell but um to get this story up and going he I went off to school which is about an hour and 30 minutes from home, which is Chattanooga, Tennessee. He is from Chattanooga. So it would be like a long distance thing. And I was always skeptical at first because I was like, how am I gonna see you? How often am I gonna see you? You know, like, I don't like long distance. Like, I wanna be around you. That shit lame, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just lame to me. And for the record, how long have you been out of this relationship? How long has it been? Over a year. It's a little bit over a year now. Okay. But, so he came up to my college to see me and it's crazy that his ex goes to the same college as me. But um, his ex had, you know, hit me up on Snapchat to my son, come get your nigga. I'm like, what? So I confront him. He's like, oh, God, that's not me. I'm sleeping on my homeboy couch right now. I'm like, Red flag number two. Why are you sleeping on his couch? Because he was up here visiting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I didn't, I went with his word because I just started liking him and I just, you know, ex-bitches are always trying to fuck up some new shit. So I just, you know, put that, I let it slide, which I shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. So after that, you know, I just, 
throughout the relationship, bitches, a few bitches hit me up like, oh, um, you need to get him or another bitch talking about some he for everybody. He was just doing this, you know, and that's red flags that we talked about before on previous podcasts. You got to look out for that. But me, I just would talk to him about it and he would, you know, talk it down and quote unquote make it better but in reality he was just trying to like cover stuff up I guess but what did it for me was going through his snapchat and seeing him you know just communicating with his ex still and this was at least like four four months into the relationship so I go through his phone and I'm seeing him him talk to his ex talking about blowing one and him talking about I'm gonna pick you up and whatnot so I'm like oh all right I was so I called him you know he was he wasn't up here he was in Chattanooga so I was about to blow the back off his phone and he finally answered it was like (laughs) two in the morning it was like two in the morning when I found these messages so I'm like he probably sleep but I'm gonna blow the back off this bitch I don't care he got me fucked up because why are you still talking to her like you keep telling me oh I don't give a fuck about her I don't but you still talking to her you know like they just I don't I hate liars but anyways Mm -hmm. um with that being said I called him he finally answered you know he's just apologizing he's just the whole spill so I eventually forgive him of course and um after that I feel like after that it was what December let him drive my car Mm. This is where it turns into a horror story. <laughs> and we were in Nashville and at a gas station and, you know, we were talking and he was looking at me and then he hit uh, one of the little poles. That shit pissed me off to the core. That hurts me because my car is my baby and... My mom always told me, don't let no nigga drive your car. So it just hurt. And then as soon as he hit it, he told me, I said, oh, I'm going to get it fixed. Never did. So with that <laughs> with that being said, I was pissed because why the fuck weren't you paying attention? You know, you don't have to stare at me while you driving. Because when you wreck, I'm going to look at you crazy, you know? But And it's a big yellow pole sticking from the ground. So how do you not see that? Like, dumbest thing ever like at that point I was so mad hold on let me rewind let me rewind also a few months before that he had his own car but it broke down on his way to come see me so I just had to throw that out there like and then you go get him literally drive yes I had to get out of my sleep and drive an hour just to go get him because his shit broke down I just, I could have ignored him, you know, but I'm just such a down person that I really got out of my sleep to do that. So I just had to throw that out there just for him to turn around and wreck my shit. You feel me? (laughs) But to progress with that, he, after that, it's like, he just stopped working and just was being this broke nigga. He was just a social media nigga, like, mm-hmm. 
I don't like dudes like that. That's, you know, they act like social media paying them or something. You know, just on there being real feminine, acting like a female, like, I don't like that. And so I started to notice a whole bunch of changes. Like, oh, he's showing his true colors. Like, birthday came around, his birthday came around. And I paid for mostly everything we did. <laughs> Went to Atlanta, got a hotel. I paid for every, almost everything. So I was just like, okay, so Christmas came around and he just gives me this little granny shirt and I'm like, mm, all right. So then Valentine's Day comes around and once again, I paid for everything. I took us to Red Lobster. I got us a massage. That massage was like a hundred dollars. Oh my goodness. Yes. I what else did I do? I got us a little bottle. Damn. Some tree. Um I paid for everything Damn. that day. And I'm just like, alright. So that was another thing. I feel like that's a horror story. Like I've never really been went out all for on Valentine's Day. So that was weak as hell. But anyways, <laughs> so we just got to a point where, you know, the communication was trash. Like, he was a really bad texter. And I'm like, I'm a bad texter too, but when I really like you, like, I'm going to text you. Like, he just never texted back. Like, I had to literally double text all the time or ask him to text me back or keep asking, why you didn't text me back? You know, because we lived in different cities and sometimes when you don't text me back, it's just like what are we doing here or FaceTime me or something you feel me yeah so that was one thing that I was really getting tired of and I was also getting tired of like how he always wanted to go hop from city to city and party all the time like oh I'm in Johnson City with it oh I'm in Knox with it now now I'm in Nashville with it I'm in chat with it like going to all the parties there and I'm like don't get me wrong you young have fun but you ain't got no job trying to stop your exactly but your your shit's not together that's what it bothered me about it and then he, when he would be out he wouldn't like hit me up you know like a text saying i'm safe bae or a text saying you know any a sweet text or something he never used to do that like he used to just i would hear from him the next day and i'm just like i got tired of that i got tired of a uh, life of the party as nigga like and it's just a party you could be the life of the party you could be the life of the party, but make sure your life is together to a certain point at least. Cause he was just BSing. Like, I don't understand how you can buy all the new Jordans, but you should act together. And then it just it just too how much. did it how did it end? Like, wasn't it that when you all so, didn't you all go to a trip together? So it ended like one day he just randomly texted me and broke up with me through a text first of all i think that's lame as hell that is lame. but it is he was in chattanooga he didn't have a real good reason why um he needed his time yes he kept telling me how he needed time to get himself together because he was broke and he had nothing to give me and i'm like cool so we broke up and for weeks you know we texted for weeks he kept leading me on like we were going to get back together i went to panama with a few friends and i let him come because he wanted to come so fucking bad 
I let him come and it was honestly the worst time of my life <laughs> because we weren't we weren't together and I still had to look at him and he kept trying to use me you know he tried to use me to pay his phone bill so he could post on social media while we were there you know it was just a lot of shit like he was gonna cry without that phone like oh no oh, I can't God. post on Instagram period <laughs> so after that like it just it, it, we got back and he just had this long talk this very long talk about how, how much he loves me he wants me to have his kids he said so much stuff what? and guess what guys guess what guess what guess what <laughs> a week later that nigga's feelings changed out of nowhere like he was just talking about some I don't know what I want to do a week later like literally a week before you were just talking about moving to Murfreesboro for me or with me like so with that being said I feel like that's a horror story because we dated for like five six months seven months maybe probably six and I feel like that's a minute and I just hate wasting time you know it's just a waste of time when I feel like I could have been single in college I would have had a way better freshman year if I wasn't tied up under that ugly <laughs> and that's true that's fact for real but and um I feel like that's about it for that horror story it might not sound that scary but like it was scary because it definitely is when people are sending you mixed messages every time yes he was sending me mixed messages like dudes will tell you they love you but act a different way like it's just and then when y'all broke up just to turn around and what can I do to get back with you uh and not to mention I forgot that he never paid to get my car fixed guys he did it and it's still it's still not paid for so still messed up but it's it's, cool I feel like people get their karma eventually yeah and all you did that just to still like you got it together on Instagram (laughs) boy get out of here I'm talking about he used to have me like taking photos like this nigga nigga this is not this is not that okay like it ain't nothing wrong with feeling yourself but I don't want no dude that just feels himself more than me like that's disgusting and parties like going to parties without being with you like I am the party so yes he never went to a party with me like we would try to go and we end up like not going in because it costs too much but when I'm not around oh boy he's all up in them parties man and that's crazy because girls don't they normally get in free not up here when 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 it when it was around that time no it was it might have been cheaper for girls but not up here the parties up here yeah okay I'm gonna move on into mine horror story and his name is going to be Carl I know that's a funny name to give an ex but that's going to be his name and okay so keep in mind guys I've only had two boyfriends my whole life um including the one my relationship that I'm in now um, that's my second boyfriend so 
person I'm going to be talking about now is from somebody from high school and I know it's kind of old now but it's still a big horror story for me because this basically shaped the rest of my life when it comes to romantic relationships so basically I was about let's see this is 20 let's go back to 2013 freshman in high school and I just went to a new high school um I was scared because I did not have any of my childhood friends that I had from all my other schools so this was new to me and I was like dead set on okay I gotta figure out how this school is gonna go I don't care about anything else let me just find some friends and figure out how I'm gonna do this so then you know I'm it's about I don't know about a month into the school year or whatever and we've had classes together you know I've met people and so one day I was at lunch and all I hear is, you know, I'm eating my lunch, minding my business with my friends or whatever. Because at the school, like, we could go, it was a smaller school, so we could kind of go anywhere for lunch. We didn't have to stay in one room. So we were in, like, two separate rooms. And this guy that I know came up to me and was like, hey, uh, you know, uh, Carl just said he likes you and he want to come. He wants you to come talk to him. And I'm like, first of all, Carl can get up and come over here and talk to me. Because if, you if you're a dude and you like me, why are you sending your friends over here to tell me something? So. Exactly. I was, like, I've never liked that. I never liked that. Like, that's the biggest fucking turn off. Like, I want to hear you bring your ass over here it, and say what you got to say. Exactly. Because I, like, when I tell you, I had no idea that this was even a thing because I feel like I've like he just started liking you out of nowhere no that's the thing this is where red flags start to pop up because I'm young so like I didn't realize this at the time like this is my first time you know oh some guy is giving me his attention that's great so let me just listen to it but this is where I should have been like uh no because what I found out later was they had already he had already been speculating on me for a while like he had already known like oh I like her or whatever and I'm gonna get her because he knows that he has the, the capability to get me it's called game yeah like like <laughs> like like I'm this person so I can get anybody I want type type shit so like I should have known that that was a red flag, but I did not know. And I didn't know that he considered himself so high and mighty at the time. Like, I've never met him before in my life. He went to a completely different school before we got to high school. So I was like, okay. So I don't I don't think I got up. I remember telling the dude, I was like, no, tell him he can come here because I'm not going to do all that. So eventually, I think I gave him my number or something. And I was like, he can text me or something. But I'm not finna go in there and talk to him, especially not around all his friends. And then for them to boost him, like, oh, she came in here. I'm gone. Like, like. no, nah, we not finna do that. So apparently he texted me later that day and was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to come in there and tell you. But he had already ran off before I could get him and tell him that I wanted to do it. And I'm like, that's a lie. Because if you really wanted to do it, you would have got up and came. So... Right, regardless if he came over there, I would be like, hey, don't mind him. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> he didn't he didn't care. So So then I mean, okay, he got my attention and then we just started texting. You know, I'm excited. I'm 14 years old. Like this is my first ever like, wow, he's actually not ugly, like blah blah blah. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's go. So 
eventually we started dating or whatever and this is i really wasn't supposed to have a boyfriend yet y'all so I, I guess we were talking i really did not claim we were together until like at least three months into the whole ordeal so eventually he was my boyfriend and i was happy at the time but okay so the way that this all went downhill is so first of all, um, I noticed that I was not able to be myself around my ex. Like I was able to be me, but I had to be his version of me. As in like, if I were to be, you know, weird or quirky or anything, he would kind of look at me like, what's wrong with you? Like, well, I, oh, hey, I remember that face you used to make, you know, where you look to the so- both sides and you like, yes. you know, you know yes, I'm like, what the? <laughs> dude live a little he was like and then you ask him well why don't you have a personality or why don't you ever you know do this or do that he'll be like what do i look like doing that a person Uh, you look like a person doing it (laughs) like what are you talking about (laughs) so they would make fun of him at school like oh he's so serious all the time and i'm like yeah he is and he would get offended like no i'm not y'all well i wonder what made you fall for him if he was so like boring and you know simple like what made me fall for him is because like okay i found out he was supposed to be somebody quote unquote somebody at school like you know he had friends he had you know people that cared about him and he was not ugly so i was happy like oh like i must be the shit then if he won't be out of everybody else like he wants <laughs> me so i was happy like i felt like i mattered and that's where i went wrong like why do i matter all of a sudden like Exactly. Why do I matter? Because y'all, he wanted to use me for clout. That's why. So <laughs> apparently, they'll do anything for clout. Literally, like offset sin. So apparently, um, you know, some months went in, went by, and we were together, and blah blah blah. We hung out and stuff. It's a high school relationship, you know. We can't really see each other all the time, but when we do, we hang out. And eventually, like, one day, he got really mad. This is sound. This is gonna sound really stupid. But he got mad at me because, okay, we were on the phone and we were playing a game, like, um, what, who looks better or whatever. Or if you could date, <laughs> if you could date this person, would you? And rank them in order. And so I said this other dude, he put himself in one of the equations along with two other people. And I wound up ranking the other dude higher than him. And he told me, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, I don't care what you say, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I wound up saying whatever I wanted to say. And then he got in his feelings about it. And I was like, but I thought you just said you didn't care. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll just change my answer then. He was like, no, no, you can't change it. You can't change it. And I'm like, first of all, this is a hypothetical game. This ain't even real. So what do you mean I can't change it? And so... He kind of just kept going back to that and was like, well, I don't think I look good for you anymore. And I, I don't think you, I don't think my appearance is enough for you. He's a woman. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Are you insecure? Like, obviously I'm, I'm with you. So what are you talking about? So then um, eventually, I guess he like got, we got through that somehow and then it went back to normal. But then nine months later, he asked me on the phone, like, or he kept bringing it up in in between those nine months. And at the end of those nine months, he asked me one last time or something and was like, so what was your original answer or something like that? And I'm like, are you still talking about this? 
And I told him, I was like, okay, you know, I went with whatever I said the first time. And he was like, see, I knew you've been lying to me. I knew you've been doing all this. See, I don't love you anymore. I don't want to be with you anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And you've been lying to me. You even said that you put it on our relationship, that you were telling the truth. That's how I know you don't care about me. And I'm just like, what? So this is all my fault? And if you felt this way for nine months, why couldn't you say this nine months ago? Like, you could have just... Wait, how did he feel? How did he feel? He felt like I had been lying to him. About... My answer. Uh, about the... Yes, yes, yes. That's why I said this sounds real. It sounds really stupid. Now y'all have to think like we're like you know, fifteen, fourteen years old. Like a lot of this stuff is very immature. But you know, I was still mature enough to know at the time like this ain't right. Like what are you talking about? I'm in a relationship with you, but you worried about a whole nother dude. So exactly. He basically right, and he blamed it all on me, saying it was all my fault, and I had been lying, and he gonna tell his friends that I had been lying to him, and basically that's why we broke up. And so after we broke up, this is where it really turns into a horror story for real for me. And this is how, like, if you all listen to our podcast before this, this is how me and my Kayla eventually became friends. It's because I was going through hell. Um, <laughs> but he basically broke up with me, and then like embarrassed me in front of his friends because one day we were at the lunch table and like um we were talking and I had gave him one of my hot wings because that's one of his like favorite foods or whatever and they were good so I was like oh here you can have one because he said his friends told me like oh you can still sit with us you know we're still all friends here we're still cool and that's where I should have said <laughs> no but I didn't I was like okay you know we're cool so I went over there and sat with them and so he almost like they had made fun of him because he had on this white shirt and he spilt some of the hot wing sauce on himself and they were like oh you need a bib uh-huh. Boo. and so I was like oh yeah I was making fun of him too and so I was he was like well so how would you feel if I just put this whole lunch tray on you or no he was he's was like how would you feel if I did that to you or something and I was like oh I would just have to throw the whole lunch tray on you and I was joking like I wasn't gonna really throw his lunch tray <laughs> on him but then he goes on to say, oh, well, I mean, I already dropped this relationship, so. Like, like I'm just some towel you can. Oh, yeah. So you probably was like, yeah, I'll drop this uh, lunch thing on you. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what I'm I said. And I'm just like, so you decide to t- take it way too far for what? Just for, oh, yeah, I told her. Wow. Yeah, for clout. Just for a few laughs. And his friends, you could tell they weren't shit because they were laughing like it was a game. And I'm like, he literally just hurt my feelings and embarrassed me in front of y'all. And you think this is funny? And so they ran to the other room next door and were like, yo, did y'all hear what just happened? Like, like this is some headline. Like, my life is <laughs> just splattered all over the school. Like, no, this, this is my life. And so I had to give a presentation right after lunch so I could not get out of character like I wanted to because I know I had to present but if I didn't have to present I would have said something back like I know I would have said something back but he's just gonna walk off like a little bitch and walk off like like he just dropped the mic or some shit like no (laughs) come back so you can hear what the fuck I have to say (laughs) so 
that was a red that happened and then even after we broke up he was acting very manipulative and controlling like he was telling me like one moment he wants to be with me and the next moment he doesn't want to be with me and these are the reasons why and every time is a new reason why he doesn't want to be with me like like every time like i have something to do with that it's like people like that it's like you're finding stuff to pick at and you just overall you just don't want to do it no you just keep finding and he was he was using me y'all he was using me so much because like i would think in my head that we're going to get back together like oh if i just do this then we'll get sounds like tino right if i just do this then we'll get back together if i just do that maybe we'll get back together and it at the end of the day it would never do that he was just so charming you would think you would just look at him and be like yeah he means what he says he's he's serious about it and he's not he's just saying anything just to keep me along and deny that he's keeping me along and say like no you're that's not what's going on but it really was i don't understand why dudes do that like if you know that you don't want to why are you still keeping you know driving Exactly, like, don't keep dragging me along if you know that you don't want to be with me. But he was trying to make it seem like he could just get any and everybody. He's trying to make it seem like he could just get anything and have everybody and say, oh, I get girls better than you. Be. You're only 16 years old. (laughs) <laughs> and he got you yeah because <laughs> it's just like dude you're only 16 like who is Beyonce supposed to come and date you now like that is not gonna happen so at the end of the day guys he basically tore me down a lot after we broke up like it was a year a year yes. later and I'm still getting talked to like I'm shit and eventually I had to realize like this is not for me and I had to just move on and I just stopped talking to him and it went from there and I learned. But he had he had me fucked up at the end of the day. He really did. He had both of us fucked up because he just kept going back and forth with me. And that's how we became friends because I would come to her and be like, look what he said this time and read these messages and what am I supposed to do? And I don't know what to do. Why does he want me? So, it's over now. Yes. Okay, so, from overall, I learned from this relationship, I learned to really love yourself. Like, us as women, we have to learn that you cannot expect others to be there for you or love you when you don't even love yourself. Like, if you don't know what you like and what you're going to go for then you can't be in a relationship like you really can't and I don't I don't know some people may feel different but how can you expect yourself how can you expect to be loved by somebody else when you don't even love yourself because when they disappoint you who else is there for you other than yourself you might have some friends but at the end of the day they can only do so much for you say that so it was a very a huge mental game for me because I started to believe some of the things he was telling me about myself like bad things about myself and I would listen to that because I didn't love myself yet so it was I would just fall for anything and I also would say don't be afraid to be alone it's okay like if you're not in a relationship you don't have to be in one you don't have to be in everybody's face even if you have friends that you want to hang out with 
Like you don't have to do that. You need to be alone sometimes and learn who you are and what you want in life. Period. And last thing I would say is don't let guys change your image of yourself. So whatever guys tell you and how they feel about you, don't let it change who you know that you are. If you know you're this kind of person, just stick with that. Fuck what they have to say. Because at the end of the day, they're not you. Okay. Wow. I know. it was a That was a good, you know, spill that we had going on. Because these niggas really thought they had us, but they didn't. Well, I learned that you can't be too nice to people. You can't. Like, people will really... You... Like they say, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. People will really, like, use you and use that to their advantage that you were really nice to them. That's why I'm like, people be saying I'm mean because sometimes you got to be like that. Like, you can't just be that person that's just easy to fuck, you know, gullible or whatever. Like, yeah. Because once you're too nice, a dude will think you're he got you under his fingertips forever and ever and ever. They do. And it's literally it's a game to them, y'all. It's literally a game, like a sport. Literally. Like you think that they care about you and it's really just I'm just winning the game right now. They should be actors. I don't understand. They're wasting their time doing whatever. Go go uh try out for a show because they are so good at acting like but I also learned that you can't change people um so with that being said I've dated people that you know just did a lot of things that I couldn't I couldn't grasp I couldn't understand it like you know selling drugs and not working You know, just having an I don't care attitude. Yeah. You can't change people, you know. And you'll hear dudes say, oh, you changed my life. You're the best thing that happened to me. But they're still doing, you know, stupid things. And you still can't change them, though. So if I can't change you, then how did I, how did I change your life? In what way? Yeah. You know? And at the end of the day, if you're in a happy relationship, you all should make each other the best versions of yourself. Yes. Like, I'm not necessarily trying to change a person but I am trying to bring out a better you with the yeah yeah that's all and also a- I have so many red flags in front of my face and I like ignore them like, literally ignore them so I feel like that's important like stop ignoring red flags because you're going to be looking so crazy when you get to a point where it's like dang I should have been did something about this I should have listened I should have paid attention and I was in that boat for a year and I knew I knew that I needed to move on but I just stayed in that same loop of listening to what he had to say Exactly. I don't but know sorry, what makes us do that. I don't know either. And it just takes women to just stand up. Like, just be like, look, I don't deserve this. And mean it. Period. But sorry, guys, for so, any of the background noise you might hear. Michaela has to go to work. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we're going to keep podcasting regardless, though. 
Regardless. Right. If you guys enjoyed this episode, stay tuned next week for more of our segments about guys, life, and being black and being girls, you know. Yes. So much fun. <laughs> I know. Alright, guys. I will catch you next week. Alright, bye. Bye.